Welcome adventurer, my name is Medivis and today we will talk about things that aren't real and things that are actually real, which um, yeah, I think is a pretty rad concept if you think about it a bit more. And what I mean with that, uh, I have an example where something obviously isn't real, but it will impact or is impacting every single life on earth every day. All around the clock. And no, it's not a conspiracy theory. No, no, nothing like that. So, what I mean is, did you ever hear about how confidence is key with everything? With a job, with your partner, with finding a partner in the first place, getting what you want or deserve or think you want to have? With all that, confidence is always key, right? Like, there's up to the point where if you act super confident and you want to go into a place you really shouldn't be in, you can just walk in. Most of the time you don't even need to lie because people won't ask you if you actually seem like you should be there, right? For example, there are a lot of um, red carpet events all over the globe. And a lot of the time, there's not only like triple A stars, right? There's like B stars. People that are like known in a certain area or concept, especially something like uh, if you had a video game movie, right? There are not only stars there. There will also be like YouTubers who are known for the game or something like that. So obviously the security people don't know everyone who is like allowed to be there. So as long as you get in there, you just act super confident, like, this is my place, I was invited, and it's brilliant, and I should be here. They won't dare to come up and be like, should you actually be here? Sure, there are some places where they, like, check everyone at the door, but, you know, it's just the general idea that I want you to get. So, but arguably, in my opinion, confidence isn't real. You can't touch it, you can't change it. The confidence of someone else you can't interact with. You can interact with their face and their general mind. You can insult them, but there is no impact to their confidence if they don't do it themselves, right? That's why super confident people don't give a damn about the opinions of others, because they just don't. And then you can't do anything about it. You can try, you can insult them all the way, you can show them their mistakes and shout at them that they're worthless. But in the end, if they don't take it too hard, their confidence will be untouched. So confidence isn't real for you. You can't change the confidence of anyone else. You can barely even change your own most of the time. But so if that thing isn't actually real, it's like a concept, an idea, is something we gave a name to, even though it doesn't exist in the physical space. Not touchable, not interactable. But it defines almost everything we do as humans. Almost everything you do, if you do it with more confidence, will have more success. Doesn't matter what it is. And so, if you take that a step further, or a step back, depending how you see it. So something that is just in my head changes completely how I interact with the world, and then on top of that changes completely how the world interacts with me. You can be the same looking guy if you walk into a room without confidence, or with a lot of confidence in your heart, everyone in that room will act differently towards you. 
They will maybe see you as a leader or potential partner for business or dating or whatever. Or they might just see you as the person who really shouldn't be there because obviously you're not confident, so what are you even doing here? And they don't see your confidence directly, right? It's more like a hidden value behind your posture and your interaction and your speech and how much power you can put into everything. But in the end, it's still there, even though it actually isn't there. And most of this, what I'm saying today, probably sounds like soy science and bullshit, because it sort of is in my book. But if it works with that, why shouldn't it work with everything else? Not because it is real, or because it actually exists, or because others can interact with it, but because you internally interact with it, and that changes everything you do, even if it's just in a slight way. So if you believe you're the luckiest person alive, and it's not like, haha, I'm the luckiest. No, like you actually believe it, that everything you touch works out, everybody you interact with will love you because you know you bring value to them, to their lives, that you help them solving problems, and that you will be great friends just because you are that amazing. If you believe that, more often than not, you will be right. And the more you're right about it, the more that your belief in that will be strengthened and it will be true more often. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Just like confidence is, everything else can be, even though it's just in your head. And a lot of people, even if they believe in half of this, they don't believe in the negative half. They're like, oh yeah, I can tell you that next week I will be broke again. Because um, me saying that has no influence on the universe, and so if I'm actually going to be broke, that has nothing to do with it. But it has everything to do with it, doesn't it? I mean, I've been like that for years. You know, I was always the, I'm not negative, I'm realistic type of person. So I screamed out that people wouldn't like me, that things wouldn't go my way, that I wouldn't gain money, that I wouldn't gain girls, and all that stuff. You know, because I was convinced. That didn't matter. That I could say whatever I want. And I just keep doing what I'm doing. But the universe will somehow somewhat give me positive things anyways. And it obviously doesn't work. I mean, I've been there for years. And I never realized it. But looking back at it. Looking back, you're always smarter, right? Um, definitely isn't the case. And so many people do it. They're not only in the big things, but all in the small things. Like, oh yeah, I have a presentation in school next week. I hope I'm not going to be sick and anxious about it. And then the day comes and they're really sick. Like, they wake up, headache, really tired and groggy. And they're super anxious about having to speak in front of the class. And then they fuck up and they were like, yeah, I knew from the start I would fuck up. Yeah, but you summoned it kind of, didn't you? You told yourself probably for a week or sometimes even a month or longer, like, I will fuck up at that point. Sometimes even the teacher will be in the first lesson you have in the semester. He will be like, yeah, and the final grade is like a presentation, uh, the final part of the grade. So then you spend six months telling yourself, yeah, I can't do presentations. I'm really bad at presenting stuff. I speak it in front of people. Uh, I don't like that. I don't want this. And it will totally go wrong. For six months, every time you think about that subject every time you work on it every time you do anything you're summoning bad demons up 
and call them demons or bad luck or whatever you want to call it, but you're summoning it. Whatever it is, it's there because you want it. And once you realize that, it becomes really dangerous and really tricky to get out of those habits. Because I'm there and I still have days like this. As I said before, I made huge strides in the last few weeks, right? The way it's looking now, my 100k till the end of the year goal is totally fulfillable. It's still really risky, really unrealistic, but what I'm shouting out into the universe is like, I will make 100k. Doesn't mean I can believe fully in it yet, because I'm still so far off the mark that my old negative side is coming through and always like, but will you actually, can that work? I mean, as you heard a few things earlier, I called it unrealistic, right? That's wrong. I shouldn't. Because, is it? I mean, there are people who make 10 grand a day. There are people who make 100 grand a day. Sure, making a million overnight needs the action of making a million dollars overnight. And most people won't be able to pull that off, that action, out of nowhere. It's easier to accumulate your action slowly and then, like, ramp it up. But it is possible, right? Somebody has done it. Like the Flappy Bird dude who became super rich and hated overnight. It is doable. And if it's doable by anyone, if anything is doable by anyone, it's doable by anyone. Right? So that means you. That means all your friends. That means your family. That even means that one dude who is always like, yeah, that will never work for me. Yeah, it could work for you if you stop shouting negative bullshit into the universe and summoning it up for your own life. Because you want to be right. If you're at that point, not at the, you're not, not even at the not caring point, you're at the, I'm so far back that I tell myself I'm realistic. You want to be right all the time. And I, I still love being right. Um, <laughs> I just see the downside of it now. And, um, yeah, the thing is, like, oh yeah, this will totally go wrong. And then it goes wrong and they're like, yeah, see, I was right. And they like it so much that they are right about it. And as I said, I'm part of that problem. That you keep summoning up bad demons just because it's slightly more likely. But you sort of, because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You're forcing yourself to fail because you're then glad about being right about failing? Does that even make sense? Think about that. That doesn't make sense. Because it's stupid as fuck. If you had the choice, wouldn't you take winning over losing and being right about it? And also, why don't you take it a step further? Why don't you proclaim something super ludicrous that's super positive, so positive that everyone, everyone else, everybody else is like, you're fucking insane, dude. You're crazy. That will never work. And you're like, but yes, it will work. And I'm going to show you. And then it works out. Because it's, again, a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you shout out the good things in the universe and then put in the action to make them happen, they will happen. And then if you shout it out beforehand, man, you just got the win. But you're also a writer about the win? That's a double win. You just did one thing and you double won with it. Instead of double losing. Isn't that a great idea? It is. And I think that's why I'm trying to get there and I'm not there yet. And I, I've reading, uh, I'm reading a lot about NLP and, um, 
that's neuronal language programming, for those of you who don't know. It's basically the science of speech. Because everything we do, everything we think, everything we say, programs us. Everything we hear as well. Music can make or break your mood. Your body language will make or break your mood. The things you think in your head will make or break your mood and your success and your failure and all of those things. All these unreal, not touchable things will build your future. And it's up to you to decide, do I want to build a good future? Or do I want to build a really bad future? Or do I just want to stick around where I am now? Even though I'm probably not that happy, because most people aren't happy. And yeah, for example, NLP, they teach you there are power words, and there are like, I, I'm not sure what the like specific term for it is, but like weak words, let's say weak words. So for example, I will do 10 push-ups. It's a power way of phrasing it, right? Because do, I actually get something done. And so I will do 10 push-ups leads to me doing 10 push-ups, and maybe even more, because I was like, well, I just did 10 push-ups, no problem, let's do 20. Or let's do another 10. It's easy. But if you talk in weak words, like trying, I will try 10 push-ups. Beforehand, you're telling you, I won't do 10 push-ups. I will try to do it, but why will I not just do it? <laughs> like Shia Buff said, just do it. And yeah, there are a lot of these phrases, and it takes a long time to rephrase your thinking to get to the place where you are out of that self-destructive negative side of things, because those things do matter. And even if they don't matter to the world, because they're not real, they do matter to yourself, because you are real, and your interaction with the world is real, and your expectations, and your goals... And whatever you shout out into your own soul is what will become. Because it already is. It's not about, in my book, it's never really about anything really happening. Because it all already is. It's just about letting it happen. And every time you do something negative, you tell yourself something won't work. You're changing that path and it will take longer to get where you should be. Whatever that might be. And yes, you have to, Start learning these things about power words and weak words and rephrasing and becoming your own best friend. And there's a book about that. It's, it's really short, so you can read it. It's uh, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. I forgot the author's name, I'm sorry. But basically the book tells you about the author who was like at a breaking point. So he made it his goal to love himself every day like his life depended on it. Like if I don't love myself today, I'm dead. If I don't love myself with all my heart, with all I can, things can't work out. And from there on out, his life changed drastically around and became successful. Because it does matter. And how the people who are listening to this, they're already on the brink of going to good, or on that mindset, and they will be like, yeah, I noticed this. Like, Ashley Christ is talking about this a lot in her content, about the abundance mindset. There's enough for everyone. Everyone can have everything in the world. There's so much, so many viewers on Twitch, so much money in the world, so much fame. You can have everything you want and more, and everybody can. Everybody who tries. Isn't that an amazing idea? And then those people who think like that, they will listen to this podcast, and they will be like, yeah, you're right. 
I just have to be even more positive. I have to like shout out more po more positive things. I have to go like two steps above. If I want to have 50 bucks extra next month, I'm going to aim for 500. I'm going to be like, yeah, 500 will happen. And then I put all my effort in. Like I do like extra commissions or I look for an extra side job or, you know, freelance work or I learn a new skill that I can maybe market. I put all my effort in to make 500 more dollars next month. Even though you just wanted 50. In the end, maybe you won't get the 500. Maybe you will get 400. Maybe you will get, get only the 50, but that will still be... You, you met your goal, right? You, you aimed for the stars, and you added, ended somewhere where you actually wanted to be. Where you needed to be, maybe. But for that to happen, in my book, you have to over-aim drastically. And I don't mean in things that you can't control. That's the difference, right? So, for example, if I get out there and I'm like, next week I want to have a million viewers on Twitch. Yeah. I mean, the action required to go from where I am to a million, that would be a lot of action, right? So it's, it's still possible because miracles do happen. But it, if I... Make this my make-or-break goal, I will fail. But if I formulate it like, I want to drastically increase my viewers, that is in proportion. So if I then put in drastic power, drastic movement, drastic actions to get there, then I will get there. It, it's a really tricky thing, and it's really difficult to explain, so I hope I'm sort of doing a good job. And yeah, now back to the other side of the things. The other half of people who don't have the abundance and positivity mindset yet, who are like still in the scarcity, everything is rare. You have to start working on this. And first step is realizing the problem. The, not the universe is mean to me. I am mean to myself. I am telling myself this won't work. I am telling myself I won't have money. I'm telling myself I can't become good-looking. I won't keep up with my diet. I won't keep up with my training. I won't get my dream job. I won't get my dream partner. I'm telling myself all these things. You have to realize that. That's the first step. Realize you are the one fucking up. Not the universe. Not bad luck. Not other people. It's you. Because you are summoning those demons into your own life. And then, once you realize that, you can start working on it. By the three things I always mention, first you get your sleep right, then you get your diet right. Then you get some exercise in. And then you work on the mindset. Because you can work on your mindset all you want. If you don't sleep right. If you don't eat right. And if you don't move at all. If you're a couch potato that's always indoors. Hidden behind blankets. You will be fucking depressed. There's no way around it. Because you take everything that leads to depression. And you put it into your life. You use it as an excuse to become worse instead of a reason to improve. So of course you're gonna stick around down there. And I'm not the... I'm not the nice guy anymore that I was. I'm not gonna be like, I'm sorry you're there. And what can I do to help? I'm more the person who shows you, I was there, I got out, by getting up from my ass, by starting to let some sunlight in, by working out eating better, by sleeping better, even if it's not perfect yet, I'm improving it 
And thus my mindset is improving. And thus everything is improving. I went from someone who had zero dollars, zero euros in my case, on the bank. And a monthly income that was in the minus, like minus 250 every month. And the only reason I'm still able to live anywhere is because of my sister. To someone who has at least a bit on the side and is monthly making more than twice that and plus. Plus we have so many contracts going on that I am fucking up my sleep actually because I'm so excited for work. Because I want to progress and all the things that are open right now, if I fulfill all, all of those, I'm more than halfway where I want to be at the end of the year. And it's only September. Just in like the matter of two months. It's so insane where you can go once you decide where you want to go. When you find your mission, your purpose, your drive that makes you get up in the morning. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get up now. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to make, uh, I don't know, something for breakfast, maybe. Some people don't eat breakfast. I rarely do. Then I'm going to do like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, a few deadlifts. Not a full workout. I, I don't want to do that right now, maybe. Maybe I woke up a bit late or whatever. So I'm doing anything. And then I'm going straight to work. I'm starting to program, I'm starting to do business stuff, like answering emails and support and all that stuff, controlling everything that's running. I'm doing all of that. And then it's like two hours after I woke up, I have all the necessary stuff done. And usually then I work the entire day lately, just on new stuff, like the bot update, new tools for my school right now, because I still need to finish the one project. And you just do it. Once you find the drive, you just start going. And you won't stop, and people won't be able to stop you either. Because as I said, it's all in your head. Like 95% of reality is the unreal. And that's why I'm trying to bridge the gap that most successful people don't even realize exists. Our world is so focused on the unreal with all the, like, Photoshop and video editing and all that bullshit. And also, on the entertainment side, that most of the time, the successful people don't inspire you. They push you away further. So what I mean with that, most of the people I'm following on Twitter, um, because they're successful, there are some from which I'm learning, like, copywriting, and building a business and all that stuff, they will tell you, if you even game for one second per day, you're a loser. Because you wasted that second like in a video game. Or if you watch anime, you're a loser. Or if you watch a movie, because you're wasting time. Because you're getting like success feelings from somewhere else. And I think that's bullshit. Well, who are they to tell me what a loser is? Like They don't have anything to do with my world, with my soul, with myself, with my goals or dreams. So what if I spend 20 minutes on an anime, but it is My Hero Academia, and watching that gets me so motivated that I get up and do a full workout, even though on that day I felt pretty bad, and I actually didn't want to do it. What if I watch a movie where Captain America, uh, Captain America saved the world, so I decide I should work out more and run more, because if there's ever a situation like that, I want to be able to help. 
what if I watch, I don't know, <laughs> I can't go through all the Marvel heroes here, here, I watch Iron Man, and I think, oh boy, if I had that amount of money, in my, in, in my intellect, my IQ, I could change the world. So do I not have a purpose and a reason from that movie? I do. So who are they to tell me I'm a loser because I watched that? They're no one. If I don't let them be someone in my world, they are no one in my world. And that counts for anyone and everyone. It can be your parents, your friends. There's some people I've been friends with for like 15 years and I cut them out of my life now. I still talk to them if they come and want to like talk about something. But they decided that they can control my life, that they can tell me what to do, what I should be doing, telling me I should quit school in my company and just work somewhere as like a toilet cleaner or whatever. They were telling me things. Maybe out of a good point of view in their mind, they're like, yeah, he's screwing up. I'm trying to help him. But in the end, what they really tried was keeping me down. Because everything they said was coming from a point of it can't work. And that's still a problem I have with my grandma. Because I love my grandma and she's the only person I would never abandon. Because she was there for me all my life and took, uh, took way too many hits for me and did way too much for me. And she is still like, I want you to succeed. I think you will succeed. But what if you don't? She's still that voice that is somewhat there and it's hard to shut that out if you, like, in a few cases you can't leave the person behind. Of course I could. I could just be like, yeah, fuck it, I'm out of here. But could I? For my worldview, I can't. Because a hero just doesn't leave people who were there for him. So, I'm kind of stuck with that. So I'm trying to slowly get her to the point, but it's hard. Because, you know, uh, old horses learn very slow for new tricks or something. I don't know. I'm bad with those phrasings. But you get the point, right? Sometimes you will have these people in your life. And if they're not necessary, not needed in your life, cut them out. And if they are, accept them for who they are. Accept that they want to tell you those things and teach you those things out of a good place. They don't want to make you fail, even though that's what they maybe are doing. They just mean it well. That's my point of view. Everybody always means everything well. Of course, that's not true in this day and age. A lot of people are really out for themselves and want others to fail. But in my book, everybody always wants to help you. Everything is always from a good point of view. And if you take it from there, you won't feel hate. You won't despise anyone. You won't even be angry at them or anything. You'll just be like, yeah, you see it that way, I see it this way. But I know I'm right. I know this will work. I know it has to work because there's no other way. Because this is my mission and it will work. And no matter what anyone says, what anyone does, I will get there. If you get to that point after working on it, trust me, it will be amazing and it will become amazing. And if you have the right people on your side that are always like, sure, it's really unrealistic that you do that. But if anyone can do it, you can do it. We'll tell you just to shoot for the stars because you might just end up there. Then it becomes that much easier. That much easier to get there. Which is why, for example, I'm really happy to have Psytek in the boat for the company. 
Because every time one of us is feeling down, the other one is like, don't be like that. Don't talk like that. Don't think like that. Be positive. Know that it will work out. Know that we are going somewhere. And then it sort of balances itself out and we go back to the positive side of things. Even though that's not really balanced out, but you get my point. I hope. I hope any of this made sense. Um, want to come to the end here. I want to keep my podcast around 30 minutes. And yeah. So I hope, I hope this is helping someone once again that you just have to think about it that the unreal is influencing the real all the time, 24 seven, every day, every night, forever and always. Everything unreal influences the reality. If you let it. And that's why you have to choose the positive side, the good side, the I will think so fucking positive that it's unrealistic that everybody else calls me an insane mofo for dreaming that. You have to pick that side. Because even if, there, if there's only a 1% chance, a chance that what you think is real, that what you think and shout out into the universe will happen. Wouldn't you rather have the 1% chance of it will happen on I will find my dream job, be financial independent, have my dream partner and dream house, compared to I will die alone in some corner? Just think about that. And with that, I will leave you today. Thanks for listening. If you came this far, then uh, congrats on hearing me ramble 30 minutes once again. And you know what I always say, as always, keep on adventuring. Because this life is still an adventure, and it's far too amazing to be negative about it, or expect the worst and bad things. Just go for the stars, and I'm sure we can get you there. Until then, though, you know, have a great one. Bye-bye.